this you're not gonna believe. I found out why I was testing positive for opium. Poppy seeds. Poppy seeds. Yep, that makes sense. Yeah, once again, we've got a situation where we have life imitating Seinfeld. The poppy seeds in question are inside the Tim Hortons lemon poppy seed cake, and they are providing uh, false positives when it comes to drug testing. This is according to a Vancouver lawyer who says that they use the Drager Drug Test 5000, which is the roadside device that we use here for testing for drugs in Canada on some people that um, ate the poppy seed cake and found that they uh, got some false positives. And so they're concerned about that. But here to talk about uh, why he's not concerned, Rob Clark, he's a managing director of Dragger Canada. When you hear stories like this, Rob, what's the first thing that goes through your head? <laughs> Kelly, you know, honestly, I don't know whether to laugh or cry. Uh, it's, it's laughable. Um, first of all, these people represent themselves as experts and they, they know that, the device does not test for opiates at the roadside. So why are they talking about poppy seeds and a false positive on opiates on a device that's not used at the roadside? The version they've got and they're using to, uh, to show their results is the device that's used for high-risk industry, so mining, oil and gas, which where there's a zero-tolerance policy. There's, there's no test at the roadside. There's no legal... Um, threshold for driving for opiates so it's not tested at the roadside so it's it's complete non-news so rob what are you telling me that they're using a different dragger drug test um uh unit rather than the one that our rcmp has absolutely there the device looks exactly the same but the software and the cassette that are used to collect the saliva are different they're exclusive for the uh, for law enforcement and it only tests for two drugs. And so they're what they and they know this because we've told them several times. So it's unfortunate that they continue to spread misinformation. Last year, they tried to tell everybody that it takes 15 minutes to do a test. We proved that that's not true. It takes four minutes. Then they said it takes four minutes to get, and it hurts to collect the saliva. And we proved that that's not the case. And then they claimed that it wouldn't be able to work in Canada's cold temperatures. And we rolled out over the winter the coldest parts of Canada, and we've had no issues. And so that's not true. We've proved that's not true. So they keep trying to discredit this technology, but it works, and it's good, and it keeps drivers in Canada safe. Rob, why do you think they're trying to discredit the technology? Because they're lawyers. Uh, okay, wait, and just to clarify, because your accent, I heard, I heard liars, and then I said, no, Law- he must have said lawyers. lawyers. Okay. The lawyers, and this is their business, they defend people who are convicted of drink driving and drug driving. And they're drumming up business. It's, it's for selfish, uh, self-interest. Out of, um, they said they tested the unit 40 times on 20 different subjects, and there were several false readings. I know that you're saying that they used the wrong calibration and the wrong software, but, um, you know, the calibration and software that you're talking about uh, that we would test for are uh, cannabis and cocaine on, on drug side, on, on the roadside right. tests. They said that one person who had never used cannabis or CBD oil tested positive for cannabis. That, to me, could be slightly worrying. Why should we not be worried about that? So I don't know uh, how scientific their testing was. The, the um, uh, Canadian um, science, uh, Society for Forensic Science, they tested this device. Um, they had 750 cassettes uh, that they used to do this testing. They did thorough testing. They found that this device was accurate. We've got 
data from other countries shows this device is over 95% accurate. Um, I can't answer. I don't. I can't see. I don't know what science they think they did. Um, so I can't answer to their specific testing. But we know that this device works. This technology has been in the market for 10 years. It's used all around the world. It's very reliable. And I've heard that, you know, most people that will argue on the side of the dragger say it's similar to a roadside test when you take a breathalyzer. That's not the only test. That doesn't send you away. You then have to go in and take some blood tests to make sure that those readings are adequate. And this would be the same thing with the dragger. Correct. So this is just a screening device, just like the roadside breathalyzer, exactly as you say. There are two parts to the testing. So first of all, there's a screening if if the police officer decides to do that, or they can do a standard field sobriety test where they test for impairment. Remember the drug test device and the breathalyzer for alcohol, neither of those devices test impairment. They simply measure the presence of either the drugs for the drug test device or alcohol for the alcohol test. Do you think there's anything to the timing of the release of this? Because we're finding out new data from StatsCan says that more people are getting behind the wheel within a few hours of ingesting or smoking cannabis. Yeah, so the, the, I'm sure there is. And it's, you know, and it's important to remember that there's a reason this law was put in place and there's a reason this device has been rolled out to the police. It's to help keep the roads safe to protect Canadians. Um, and, we, you know, the statistics show that more and more people are driving under the influence of drugs. And more accidents, um, uh, there's a higher percentage of accidents now where the drivers are found to have presence of drugs um, after the accident. So the takeaway from this, uh, Rob, is to have a a healthy dose of cynicism when you hear about studies like this? Absolutely. Absolutely. First of all, you know, fact check. So, you know, the reality is opiates is not tested at the roadside, so it's a complete non-issue. And also the device they're using is the zero tolerance workplace unit. And so it tests for cocaine at a level two and a half times less than is tested at the roadside. And so all of their data is not um, representative of what the roadside device does. I guess at the end of the day, the takeaway is it is safe to cake and drive. It is safe to cake and drive, absolutely. Tim Hortons are getting some great free uh, publicity here for their poppy seed cake. That's true. Thank you so much, Rob. I appreciate you joining us on the show. You're welcome. Thank Thank you. you. That's Rob Clark, who's Managing Director of Dragger Canada, and uh, he says, you know, this is a misleading test. This uh, Vancouver lawyers tested the device over the weekend, the device being the Drager 5000. That's our roadside drug test, a screening device, the only one we really have in Canada here. And they said they came up with some false positives when people were drinking some certain teas or ate, ate uh, lemon poppy seed cake. And according to Rob, well, they just don't have the right mechanism. They're using the ones used in mining. They're, they're not calibrated appropriately. And when asked why, says, well, they're lawyers. They're trying to drum up some business.